Hello, welcome back to The Wire Podcast. I am your host, Ryan McCreary, and today we're going to be talking a little bit about the 2022 NFL Draft, and more specifically, this year's quarterback class. Now, I want to say this is my first time recording a podcast in a while. I think the last podcast I recorded was in, like, December of last year, so it's been a few months. Um, I've been on a hiatus, and for good reason. I'm in college school. It's been a little bit wild this semester. I've been really busy, so it's been hard to ta- hard to find time to record a podcast. Uh, but here we are today. I'm back. Uh, the NFL draft is about a month away, and so I want to start talking about some prospects. And recently, I've been watching a lot of the quarterbacks doing a lot of you know statistical analysis for this year's quarterback class. And I don't have all my thoughts together. I don't have my rankings finalized. But as I'm going through this process, I want I, I just feel the need to talk about these guys or else my head is going to just explode. I have to talk about these guys. Um, so although my thoughts may not be complete, I just want to get onto a podcast episode and talk about these guys because this is one of the most interesting and frustrating quarterback classes we've seen in a while. I'm just going to go ahead right off the bat and say that this is an extremely weak quarterback class, um, but I'm intrigued by it because there are, are a lot of guys with like intriguing skill sets, um, but also most of the guys in this class also have really big and clear flaws. Um, so it's, it's interesting. Um, like I, I love seeing how people rank these guys because I know for me, it's like impossible to rank these guys and, and feel comfortable with my rankings. Um, but without further ado, let's go ahead and break down each of these guys. Starting off with, how do I want to do this? Uh, and I want to start off with Malik Willis, I don't think. I'm going to go with Sam Howell. I'll start off with Sam Howell, North Carolina quarterback. And man, Sam Howell had a very impressive college career. I'm actually going to pull up his stats real quick. He was awesome in college. Uh, he played at North Carolina for three years um, and was extremely productive every season. He came in as a freshman in 2019 and threw for 3,641 yards, 38 touchdowns, and 7 interceptions. Um, and he continued that level of productivity as a passer um, the next two years. Now, he did take a step back as a passer this year in 2021. Uh, throwing for just 24 touchdowns and nine and nine interceptions, but all in, but although he did take a step back as a passer, we did see um, another aspect of his game kind of take off a bit, and that was his rushing. Um, he had never been a super productive rusher in college prior to this year. I mean, in 2020, he ran for just 146 yards, but this year. He ran for a hundred for eight hundred and twenty-eight yards and eleven touchdowns. So we got to see the uptick in his rushing productivity. I think this year he was um, he was arguably the most productive runner in the class. Um, I would say Malik Willis was ahead of him, um, but it, it's super close. Both guys were very productive as rushers. I think Malik Willis is clearly the better runner, um, but purely in terms of production. Uh, Sam Howell was right there with Malik Willis this season. 
what I like about Sam Howell is that, A, he is the youngest quarterback in the class. He is 21, around 21 years old. Um, he The second youngest guy in the class is Carson Strong, who is a year older than Sam Howell. Um, so he's the youngest quarterback in the class. He had three years of high-level production in college. Um, last year in 2020, he had a PFF grade of 92.2, I believe. Um, and this year, although he, he took a step back as a passer, his PFF grade was still um, in the 90s. Um, and he has the strongest arm in the class, in my opinion. Um, his arm is incredible. Um, and we've seen what he can do with his legs um, this year. So all of that is what I like about him. I like his arm strength. Um, the best throws on his film are really, really impressive. Um, I like that we've seen him produce at this level for three years now. Um, and I like that he's done this all before the age of 22. Um, so those are the reasons that I'm intrigued by Sam Howell. But like I said earlier, all of these guys have clear flaws and Sam Howell is no different. For him, my biggest concerns with him or my biggest issues with him are his, his mechanics, his footwork, um, and his, what was the other one? Um, and his pocket presence. Those are like my three big issues with him. Um, his mechanics are really, really bad right now. Um, he doesn't get enough torque when he throws the ball, and this puts a lot of stress on his arm, and this impacts his accuracy. Now, I think Sam Howell is generally an accurate passer, but there are some, or there are times where the ball gets away from him, where he is inaccurate because of his mechanics. Um, I think his mechanics should get a lot better. So could his footwork. I think his footwork um, isn't always the best. It's a little bit clunky at times, um, and, and I think that this is this the reason why it's clunky at times is because I don't think he has the best pocket presence. I don't think he reacts to pressure uh, super well. Um, there are some other guys in the class that have a lot better pocket presence. I think Malik Willis, somebody else who isn't um, who isn't the most precise passer, but he has better pocket presence than Sam Howell. Um, so that, those are like my my three big issues with Sam Howell. Um, and I think that if he wants to hit his ceiling in the NFL, he needs to clean that stuff up. One thing before I move on from him that I want to talk about is his touch. I think his touch as a passer is pretty good. It's very solid, and that's something that that you know big that strong armed quarterbacks can sometimes struggle with throwing with different tempos. But Sam Howell doesn't struggle with that. Um, he can throw with touch. He can throw with gas. He can do both, and that's something I like. Um, I don't. I, Sam Howell is a solid processor. Uh, I I don't really take that into account when I'm when I'm studying quarterback prospects just because um, processing like, over the years it continues to become um, you know it, it, its importance continues to decrease year after year after year really what you should be looking at when you're studying when you're evaluating quarterback prospects is seeing what their what their high-end traits are what are their best traits are they athletic? Can they make throws outside of the pocket? Stuff like that. Um, I think Sam Howell has elite arm strength. He can make a lot, a ton of throws from within the pocket. Um, what I don't love about him is that he does have those mechanical issues, but although he was a productive runner this year, 
I think that he isn't a good enough athlete to be a dangerous rusher at the next level, and I don't see him as a high-level play creator outside of the pocket. Um, that's why I'm not super high on Sam Howell. Um, I see him as more of a guy, as a guy that's, you know, I could see a team potentially liking him at the end of the first round, but like a majority of these guys, I think Sam Howell was probably a second-round pick rather than a first-round pick. Um, I don't love, I don't love any of these guys. I don't see any of these guys as being like definite first round picks. Um, but I do like Sam Howell's youth. I do like his production in college. Uh, I do like his, 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 uh, physical tools. Um, but there's just some, some issues there that I've talked about that, that really keep me from falling in love with him as a prospect. Now let's move on and talk about Malik Willis, who is... I want to say that he's polarizing, but I really don't think he is. Um, it seems like everyone loves him as a prospect. I think everyone knows that he is a flawed quarterback right now, but it seems like everyone is buying into Malik Willis as this, as this you know, raw quarterback who has elite physical traits, and because of his physical tools, has a super high ceiling, and because of his super high ceiling, you should be taking him first out of all these quarterbacks. And I like that kind of thinking. I'm glad that we've reached the point to where that is how we're thinking about quarterback prospects. But man, Malik Willis has some very big issues, um, mainly as a passer. Now, before I get into his issues, I got to give him some credit. Malik Willis has a wild story. How he got to this point in his career is pretty remarkable. Um, he started out at Auburn in twenty in 2017. Um, he was a, he was a quarterback for Auburn from 2017 to 2018. Spent two years there. Um, didn't play a lot. Didn't play really at all. Had 14 total pass attempts there. Uh, then he transferred to Liberty in 2020. And over the last two years, he's been pretty productive. He had 20 20 passing touchdowns and six interceptions in 2020. And then in 2021, he had 27 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. And then as a rusher, he's been super productive. He had 944 rushing yards last year and 14 rushing touchdowns. And this year, he had 878 rushing yards and 13 rushing touchdowns. So very productive as a runner. I think Malik Willis is a, a very good rusher. I think he's the best runner out of all the quarterbacks in the class. Um, his... His production in college is just unmatched by anybody outside Sam Howell. And I've already talked about how I think that Malik Willis is clearly a better runner than Sam Howell. He's just, he's a strong runner. Um, his speed um, is way better than Sam Howell's. Um, although he's not super shifty and he doesn't have elite long speed, he is clearly a better runner than Sam Howell in my eyes. Um, what I don't love about Malik Willis is his efficiency, and his, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like how clean of a passer he is, uh, as, as a passer he is right now. Like, he's not a very clean passer. He's not precise. I love the arm strength. I love the ru his rushing ability. I love his ability to, you know, escape the pocket and make plays with his legs and make plays on the run. I like that. Um, but his precision as a passer right now is just not very good. This year he had a passer rating of 
151.1, which is the lowest of the top of the top six quarterback prospects in this year's draft, and he had a a PFF passing grade of just um, 77.4, which is also the worst in the class. That worries me a little bit. I think his decision making is not always the best. I think there are some bad interceptions on his film. Um, his processing also isn't the best. Um, he was in a he played in a very simple offense in college where he wasn't asked to make a lot of complex reads. And you know, I already talked about how I can overlook that kind of stuff, and I can. I, I'm choosing to overlook that kind of stuff with Malik with Malik Willis, or I or I'm attempting to, at least. But what holds me back from buying into into Malik Willis is that um, I think his physical tools are a tad bit overrated. I don't think his speed is elite. I think it's good. I don't think it's elite. Um, I think that mechanically as a passer, he isn't great. Um, I think his throwing motion can be a little bit more fluid. Um, I think he struggles with some lower body mechanical issues. Um, some that are similar to Sam Howell. Now, he is mechanically more sound than Sam Howell, but I think he could get a little bit more torque when he throws the ball. I think um, there just weren't a ton of throws on film where I went, wow, that's impressive. No one else in the class is doing that. He had some that were like that, but not enough, in my opinion, to be like, wow, like, I'm going to overlook his issues as a processor and decision maker and buy into these high-level throws, there just weren't enough. Now, like I said, there were definitely some throws like that. Um, and he can make some throws that not a lot of other quarterbacks can make. Um, but they just there weren't enough of those on film uh, for me, personally. I also want to say that um, he's a good deep ball thrower, but a lot of his deep balls were open, like wide open, it felt like. Um, he just wasn't challenged a whole lot in college. Um, so that worries me a little bit, uh, but I will say, he is a tremendous athlete, he's got very good arm strength, his pocket awareness is kind of, um, not bad, it's solid, considering where he is as a passer right now, um, he's able to move within the pocket, he's, he can consistently escape the pocket and make plays, um, when plays break down. Um, I think he's a, a pretty good deep ball thrower. Um, he can make some some really good throws in the tight windows deep down the field. I would like to see him make more throws into the middle of the field. Um, I'd like to see um, his decision making improve at the next level. Um, but like I said earlier, um, I do have some concerns about his high-end traits, about his, his best plays on film. Um, I think he's a great athlete. He's got good physical tools. But his precision as a passer is not good right now. He is easily the worst quarterback in the class at this moment, in my opinion, in my personal opinion. Um, but I, I will admit he has a high ceiling. Um, he's got a lot of a lot of potential. But I also will say that he has a lot of growing to do. Um, and I'm just not sure that the chance that he hits the ceiling. Um, is high enough for me to take him very high in the draft. I definitely would not take him with a top 10 pick. Um, I just think he has too much growing to do. Um, but I will, I will admit that he is a physically gifted quarterback with elite arm strength and very, very good mobility. I'm just not sure if his traits and if his, 
if, and if the best parts of his film are good enough for me to completely disregard um, his flaws as a passer. Next up, let's talk about Kenny Pickett out of Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett played, um, I believe he played four years in college. Um, let me look real quick, pull up his statistical profile. Kenny Pickett was a quarterback. Um, he's been, he's played, he's played, he's actually played five seasons in college. As a freshman, he played just four games, and then he played four more seasons at Pitt. Um, his first four years in college, he wasn't very good. Um, his production was, was not that good at all. But in 2021, he came out of nowhere and had an excellent season, passing for 4,319 yards, 42 touchdowns, and 7 interceptions. Um, he was uber productive this year and very efficient. He had the best PFF grade uh, of all the quarterbacks in the class. He had the best passer rating. Um, in, in terms of efficiency, no one um, no one came close to him um, this season alone. Um, but I do have some concerns with his statistical profile. He is 23 um, years old right now. He's almost 24. He is a very old prospect, very old, um, and so that worry that makes me worry about his ceiling as a player. Um, like, is he that far away from his ceiling right now? Um, that worries me a little bit. He's also only had one year of good production. Um, I think that's a legitimate concern. Now, obviously, that's not gonna. That doesn't mean that he is a bad prospect on its own. I mean, look at Joe Burrow. When Joe Burrow was in college, he only had one year of good production, but he was a tremendous prospect. I loved him as a prospect, so I'm willing to overlook that. But that is a legitimate concern of mine. Is also I, I also am concerned about that because he's not a great. He's not. He doesn't have great arm strength. That's probably his biggest weakness right now. His arm strength just isn't really good. Um, it showed at the combine. When Kenny Pickett threw at the combine, and when guys like Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter, and, and Carson Strong threw at the combine, there was a big difference. Kenny Pickett's arm strength just does not compare to those guys. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why he wears two gloves. I know he has small hands. That on its own doesn't worry me, but when it impacts his arm strength, that's why it does concern me. That's when it starts to concern me. Um, and you know, the fact that it does impact how, how much velocity he's able to put on, on his throws, um, that's a concern to me. Now let's get to the good part. Um, Kenny Pickett is a good athlete. He had a RAS of 9.54. Um, he's very mobile. Um, he can move outside of the pocket, make, extend plays, make throws on the run. Um, he's got very good pocket presence. He's able to move within the pocket. Um, he's, he's quick on his feet. Um, I think he's a, a generally, generally he is a accurate passer, um, and a, and a very solid processor. He's probably like the best processor out of anyone in the class. Um, I will say his decision making at times can be bad. I think it was his game against Virginia this year that was really, really concerning. Um, he made some very bad decisions in that game um, and threw some interceptions. I, I, he actually could have had more interceptions than he did in that game. That was just not a good game for him. So I think, um, although he is probably the most 
precise passer of anybody in the class. I don't think his precision as a passer is good enough for me to overlook um, his underwhelming arm strength. Um, if he was if he was like a Joe Burrow level passer um, or a Joe Bur- Burrow level decision maker and processor, I would be able to overlook his underwhelming arm strength. But I don't think he's on that level as a processor and decision maker and in terms of his accuracy. I just don't. And so that's why I'm a little bit lower on Kenny Pickett, despite him having the highest floor out of anyone in the class. I'm a little bit lower on him because I don't think he provides the ceiling um, that some of these other guys have. I mean, I think Sam Howell has a higher ceiling than Kenny Pickett. Um, I think Malik Willis has a higher ceiling than Kenny Pickett. Um, so that worries me. I don't think his floor is high enough for me to just to fall in love with him as a quarterback prospect. Um, but like I said, he he was super productive this year. He's he was super efficient as a passer. He's accurate. He's a good processor. He can escape the pro- the pocket and make plays with his legs. And he's he's got good pocket presence and he moves really well within the pocket. But he he has very underwhelming arm strength. Um, I don't think he's as good of a deep ball thrower as some of the other guys in this class. And I think he's not precise enough as a decision maker and processor for me to put him ahead of these other guys that have higher ceilings. All right, now let's talk about who do I want to look at next. Let's look at Matt Corral. Matt Corral is 23 years old. He's a quarterback for Ole Miss. Um, he was... Really good the last two years at Ole Miss. Um, he was fa- fairly productive. Um, I don't think that his his uh, or at least like his volume production is that of a high end prospect, but it's still pretty good. I mean, last year he threw for uh, a little bit over three thousand passing yards, twenty nine touchdowns, and fourteen interceptions. What I like, um, one thing I like about him is that this year he cut his interceptions down a lot. This year he threw for um, around 3,300 passing yards, 20 passing touchdowns, and just five interceptions. His interception rate uh, decreased a lot this year. Um, I think his decision-making was way better this year than it was last year. Um, That was a big concern of mine coming into the year, and he cleaned that up. Um, He's a good athlete, um, a strong runner. He's got good arm strength. Um, he's got a quick release mechanically. He is awesome. I mean, his, his release is super quick and compact. I love watching him throw the football. It's just very clean. Um, but I do have a few concerns. The offense he ran in college was very simple. It was like have it, it was heavily, um, RPO based. I mean, so many RPOs on his film, Um, and so you weren't really able to see what he could do as a processor. I don't think he's a bad processor. It's just, I would like to see him read the field a bit more, um, so I can get a better, a better grasp of, of what he is as a processor. He just wasn't asked to make many complex reads in college. Um, but he is a really good RPO quarterback. He's able to make reads quickly and accurately, um, Another concern I have is his accuracy. Um, sometimes his accuracy on short throws and medium throws just was not where you want it to be. It was not elite. Um, his accuracy at times is a bit underwhelming. He misses too many layups for my liking. 
Um, I think his ball placement on deep th- on deep balls is another issue. Um, he'll make some deep throws, but he, he'll underthrow his receiver. He won't put the ball on the money. He'll underthrow um, his receiver and force them to make a play rather than hitting them in stride. That's one issue I have. Um, what else? What are some other issues I have with this game? I'm trying to think. Um, I mean... His, his high-end throws are really good. He had this one throw against Louisville um, where he threw the ball over a hang corner into a very tight window, and it was incredible. Um, it was awesome, an awesome throw. Um, but I don't think his high-end throws um, are good enough for him to be ranked ahead of some of these other guys. Um, he he is a guy who doesn't make a lot of plays outside of the pocket. Um, and, so, and when I say that, I mean like throwing the ball. He doesn't escape the pocket and make throws on the run a lot. Um, that's something that he didn't do in college. I think he's pretty underwhelming under pressure. Um, he kind of falls apart a little bit when there is pressure in his face. That's another concern I have with him. Um, I, I do like his mechanics. I like how fluid his throwing motion is. Um, I think he's a solid processor. When he is asked to make to make multiple reads, he can do that. Um, I think he is good moving within the pocket. Um, he's, he's a good athlete. He's got a strong arm, um, and he's mobile. Um, I just don't think his accuracy is elite like his accuracy isn't great it falls apart um he misses some layup he misses too many layups for my liking um he's not a play creator i think on deep balls he he tends to underthrow the ball um and this happens way too often in my opinion matt corral is an okay prospect i don't love him he's okay but i don't love him i know like chris sims loves him He's his QB1. Um, I feel pretty confident saying that Matt Corral will not be my QB1 in this class. Um, he has some some nice traits, but he's an older prospect. Um, just not accurate enough for me. Um, I think his arm strength is good, but I don't think his best throws are better than like Malik Willis's or Sam Howell's or even like Carson Strong's. Um, so I, I think his... His high-end play just it doesn't exceed other players' high-end plays, and I think um, his precision as a passer can do needs some work. So, uh, Matt Corral, there are some good things about him, things I like, but I don't love Matt Corral as a prospect. All right, so we got two more quarterbacks to go. Um, I'm going to talk about Desmond Ritter now. Ritter is the guy I know the least amount. Um, I have watched. Um, I've watched, I don't know how many games of his I've watched. I've watched, I've watched a decent amount of his games. Um, and I know a lot of, why, the reason why I have such a difficult time evaluating Desmond Ritter is I've seen so many people who I, whose opinion I respect, who I think are excellent, excellent evaluators, um, love Desmond Ritter. They like him. They have him as like their QB1. And I just can't get there. Now, what I do like about Desmond Ritter is that he is a great athlete. He has a very strong arm. Um, he's super mobile. Um, he's a great athlete. Had an RAS of 9.8 this year. Tested His testing, his combine numbers were excellent. Um, he's young. He's 22.5 years old. Um, he's got a good frame. Um, he's got a good throwing motion. His mechanics are good. Um, he's good moving within the pocket. Um... And he's able to make some pretty, pretty good throws. He's got good touch as a passer. 
But what holds me back from loving Desmond Ritter is his accuracy and his decision-making. His accuracy is all over the place. Um, like, his accuracy is the worst in the class, in my opinion. Um, he misses a lot of throws. Like, his throws tend to be all over the place. I don't like that. Um, I think sometimes his decision-making can be a little bit shaky. Um, he'll try to make some crazy throws where guys are double-teamed, and I'm like, dude, like, come on now. You can't do that. Um, he is a solid, a pretty good processor. Um, which is good to see, but I just worry about if he's going to be able to put the ball in the right place consistently. That's a concern of mine. Um, he was pretty efficient as a passer this year. I mean, he had the third highest passer rating uh, of all the top six prospects. Um, I do worry that, you know, he only had one year of elite production in college. Um, the last, like, two years, he had had a PFF grade in the 70s. But this year, his PFF grade jumped up to, like, 90, which is great to see. Um, but I think that's that's something that concerns me a little bit. I love his athleticism. Um, he's one of the best runners in the class. You can run design QB runs with him, and he'll shine there. Um, I think he can make, make some pretty good throws in tight windows at times. He's just not, his accuracy is not consistent enough. His decision-making is not consistent enough for me to really love him as a prospect. I don't hate him. I love his physical tools. Um, some of his best throws are pretty impressive. Um, he can throw with touch. I just don't love Desmond Ritter. He's like a solid prospect. Um, is it better than Matt Corral? Probably, yeah. Um, but I just don't love him. I can't fall in love with him. I don't think he has... As high of a ceiling as, like, Malik Willis. Um, but, yeah. I feel like I just say that with every quarterback. It's like, they, they got some good traits. Like, their physical tools are pretty good. But, like, I just don't love them as prospects. That's basically my opinion of every quarterback in this class. I don't like, like, any of them, really. Now, let's finish up this podcast talking about Carson Strong. If there is one quarterback in this class that I would say I like... It is Carson Strong. However, I don't love Carson. Um, he has some some big strengths, but also some major weaknesses. Um, he's a 22-year-old uh, quarterback out of Nevada. Played there for uh, four years, I believe. Let me look. Let me pull this up. Um yeah, he played there four years, didn't play as a freshman, only played one game. But over the last three years, he's been pretty productive. Um, in 2020, um, he threw for uh, 2,800 yards, 27 touchdowns, and four interceptions. This year, he took a step up, um, had an excellent year, throwing for 4,100 passing yards, um, 36 touchdowns, and eight interceptions. Um, had a passer rating of 157 this year. Let me look and see where his passer rating ranked this year. Um, I can't remember how, where it, uh, ranked relative to the class. Um, it ranked, it ranked third. So, oh, uh, going back, I misspoke. Desmond Ritter had the second highest passer rating in the class, not third. Uh, so Desmond Ritter had the second highest passer rating in the class. Carson Strong had the third highest passer rating this year. Um, Carson Strong had a huge load this year. Um, he attempted like 30 and a half attempt, pass attempts. Per, or sorry, he attempted 43 and a half pass attempts per game um, this year. That's uh, way more than anyone else in the class. So his load was crazy. 
his efficiency wasn't elite. That worries me a little bit. Um, but I think he's a pretty good passer. He's got good mechanics. He's got a super strong arm. Um, he's generally pretty accurate. Not a terrible decision maker. Um, as a pocket passer, he's pretty good. Um, his efficiency isn't um, isn't as good as some of the top prospects in previous years, like Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Matt Jones, and Trevor Lawrence, um, or Joe Burrow. But I think um, he he's a pretty good passer. Um, moves well within the within the pocket. Um, he's not super mobile, but I think um, I've seen plays where he does um, move outside the pocket and he, and he can make throws on the run. Um, I don't think that's going to be a big part of his game at the next level, um, but that is something that he can do. Um, but yeah, like he's a, a big quarterback, got a good frame. He's young. He's got a strong arm, generally pretty accurate. He can throw with touch. He can throw with velocity. Um, his best throws on, on film are some of the best in the class. Um, as a processor, he, he's solid. Um, I don't have any issues there. I don't think he's a bad processor. I think that's not an issue for him. His biggest issue is that he is not mobile. Um, he is kind of a statue within the pocket. He, he can move around a little bit, uh, but he's definitely the least mobile out of any quarterback in the class. And that shows up in his rushing stats. Um, he is the only quarterback in this year's class, um, to have, or at least among the top six prospects to have negative rushing yards on the year. Um, he averaged negative 17.3 rushing yards per game. Um, that's a concern. Now, I don't know how much that, um, that is to blame on his injury. He was dealing with a knee injury. Um, so I don't know how much that impacted his mobility. Maybe it impacted it a lot. Um, but Carson Strong is not a guy who, um, who is going to make plays outside the pocket when plays break down a lot. That's not something that he'll do consistently. Um, so if you have a bad offensive line and you need a quarterback who can escape the pocket and make make plays happen when they break down, Carson Strong may not be your guy. But if you have a strong offensive line and you just want somebody who is a good processor, who is generally accurate, has a strong arm, and can make some high-level throws, um, Carson Strong is that guy. I think Carson Strong is um, a... a it's one of the better prospects in this class um, in terms of quarterbacks. I don't mean overall. Just I think um, his film is really good. Um, statistically, he's among the best in the class, or at least his performance this year was. Um, he, he's pretty pretty efficient. Um, that's a heavy elite efficiency. His PFF rating um, was good. Um, not amazing, but it, it was good. I mean, it was like 89.1 PFF grade on the year. Um, that's pretty good. Um, um, I, I think his mobility is a big issue and a lot of guy, and, and when you're looking at prospects, you know, what I've learned over the last couple of years of doing this, I haven't been doing this kind of stuff for long. I haven't been doing draft analysis. Um, I've been doing it since like 2019. That was the first year I got into it. Um, but something I've learned is that you want guys who are who have great physical tools, who can make plays when um, when plays break down. Um, you want guys who can move outside of the pocket and extend plays. Um, you just want guys 
who are who have physical tools, who have a high ceiling, um, and can and when things get tough, when you get to a third down, when there's pressure on their face, when their offensive line falls apart, what can they do? Can they extend the play? Um, and that's the concern I have with Carson Strong. So as much as I like Carson Strong as a passer, um, as a pocket passer, um, I, I go back to that line of thinking um, and, and what works in the NFL today. And I think, man, Carson Strong just doesn't have the play creation that the elite quarterbacks in the NFL have. Um, however, I can't, I can't, um, you know, I, 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 I can't deny the love I have for Carson Strong. I think he's good. Um, his film is strong. His film's really good. Um, I may have Carson Strong as my QB1. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, he might be QB1 for me. Um, but I don't love him as a prospect because of his lack of mobility. That is a legitimate issue, and that you know, leads me to to question whether or not Carson Strong is going to be a high-end franchise quarterback at the next level. I just don't know. But I will say, he's a very good passer. Um, his film is really good. Um, and if you are not considering him on the same level as these other quarterback prospects, I think you're making a mistake. Carson Strong is a is a good prospect. Um, he does have some some big issues. Um, but I think at, purely as a passer, he's pretty good. And um, I was surprised by how much I liked his film. Um, but like I said, he just he doesn't have the same physical traits um, that some of the, the best quarterbacks in the NFL do today. And that worries me. But yeah, that's all I have for today. Those are my thoughts on this year's quarterback class. Um, let me know what y'all think on social media. You can uh, hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at the Ryan McCreary. That's the R Y A N M C C R A R Y. Um, if you want to see some more content from me, you can check out my website at thewiresports.com. I also have a YouTube channel and a TikTok account page. Um, the TikTok page is the Wire Sports, um, and then my YouTube channel is the Wire. So go check that out. Um, but anyway, I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode, and I will see y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>